so I'm Jez Rose and I'm here as a behaviour expert. Now, this is something, a time of year where we all get super, super stressed. You've got some help for us, haven't yeah. you? You don't have to say it like that, Christy. You don't have to. <laughs> I'm sensing a tiny, don't, if you don't mind me saying, a tiny little bit of scroogeiness in your voice there. I'm sensing just Do you a know, little. Do you know, it's completely the opposite. It's because I think it shouldn't really begin until December, but then, oh, may, then wow. maybe that's why I'm always so late getting everything together. That is true. We are a them. nation divided, it would appear, when it begins. Just <laughs> bring <laughs> Listen, there's a fascinating thing. I genuinely, I think, it's a fascinating piece of research that's come out that helps us to gift differently, right? So it turns out, this research has shown us that we have a sort of autopilot when it comes to Christmas gifting. Uh, and I was a bit suspicious at first, but then actually, I'm not at all surprised when you think about it. You know, we're all busy, aren't we? Um, Christmas can be pretty stressful. And we've already mentioned it. When do you start, right? And is November too early? Is January too late? Well, possibly, but is it too early, you know, for the following <laughs> Christmas? So when do we start? And as the pressure begins to build, I think it becomes more stressful to gift. And and so I think, obviously, it's just easy to grab stuff, not put a lot of thought into it. That's not our fault. But I can see how we would end up as a nation of autopilot gifters. Um, fascinating thing, though, is that it says that one in ten of us buy the same gifts but for different people. So we buy, like, a safe gift. Now, I know my mum did this a couple of years back. She bought 12 candles for 12 of her friends. So everyone got the same one, right? Because that was easy. Uh, so not a lot of thought that went into that, I'll be honest. <laughs> and, but that just goes to show how many people do really struggle about this. And one of the things the research picked out is that 21% of us are confident about gifting. So that's like three quarters of us that say that actually we're not that confident about it and we find it a little bit more stressful. That, that's that's quite a lot of us, isn't it? And, it and I is. think I can relate to that. Can you? Yeah, I can relate to it because I think I, I'm one of those people who I want to try and get the perfect gift for that sure, person sure. that's sort of relevant to them. So I'd feel very let down with myself if I bought 12 candles for my tell friend. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not having a go at your mum. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> you I did. I won't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so so you struggle as well, Jess. So what, what do you do then? What's your sort of way of approaching Christmas? Um, I just cry. Uh, no, <laughs> pre previously, I've always started to unpick people a little bit. And, and that's the problem is having worked in human behaviour, I'm always sort of looking at, at, at sort of alternative ways of looking at people. And, and so perhaps I've always been doing a little bit of what these 10 questions are encouraging us to do, which is to sort of think a bit more creatively about people. And I have to say, I'm an experienced guy. I, I, I really focus less on inanimate things um, and more on the experience. Now, the joyful thing is if you get it right, you can gift an inanimate thing and create an experience. You know, so there's that moment, isn't there, where you hand over a gift, they unwrap it and it just lands brilliantly. You know, and their face is a picture. They genuinely appreciative and grateful, and and you share in that moment. Uh, and I I would hope that a lot of us have still got that experience. We can think about and say, oh, do you remember what you gave me that thing a couple of Christmases ago? I've still got it. I still use it. I still love it. And it's those moments. I think, if we were honest, we're all striving for, aren't we? Absolutely. But what would you say then would give that kind of moment? What have you given to someone where you've you think you've absolutely nailed it and had that experience? Uh, a little bit of perhaps research or thought or effort that's gone into 
you know the thinking about what you're going to give them so definitely not chocolates all of those sorts of easy things it's that my mum's an expert at this they would have dropped into conversation a few months ago something just mentioned i don't know something they've seen that they liked or something was particularly pretty or they oh, that that looks good on them or whatever and you remember it and then you get it for them at christmas or something similar uh, and i've had occasions where my mum has said something about i don't know she just mumbled as she was cutting in the garden that the shears aren't very good anymore or something and i was sort of saying well you know you should sharpen them or whatever but she's had them you know 20 years or whatever and then at christmas I bought her a nice new pair of, you know, gardening shears and she was over the moon. And then, she, of course, she told me the whole story again. Oh, well, I've had those other shears for 20 years and they don't cut very well. And you're like, I oh, know, I remember it all. You are good at this, Jez, Brilliant little say. son. You're, you're on it. You can tell you're a behavioural expert because you're constantly, <laughs> constantly watching people, aren't you? But you, there's, there's also this, because um, that, that is a lovely way of doing it, I have to admit. That's a beautiful way of doing it. But for those who aren't on 24-7 and yeah. aren't sort of constantly keeping yeah. an ear on things. People that have got friends is what you're trying to say. <laughs> I couldn't possibly comment. Um, <laughs> You have come up with this list of 10 questions that could help us. Yeah, so TK Maxx have commissioned this team of researchers and psychologists to draw out the sorts of questions that you can ask people that are genuinely going to broaden and sort of challenge the way that we think to help us be a bit more creative. Um, And these are the sorts of questions that they're not just random questions. They're structured in a way that we know that doctors structure questions, for example, to get information from patients. They're structured in a way that we know that, uh, you know, detectives ask special questions to get information out of people that they need. And so there are 10 of them, and they really are genuinely revealing. They're a lot of fun to do as well. <laughs> this is a great thing. If you could do this with your team, Christy, and then your secret Santa this year might not just oh, end in yeah. misery like it normally does. So this is my favourite, the 10 of them, right? Um, but you don't have to say this out loud if you don't want to. This would be my question, I would say. So, Christy, what's something that people assume that you like, but that you secretly don't? See, that's a brilliant question. It is, isn't it? I know. Here's another one, right? Again, you don't have to answer it, but uh, this is another one that's quite good. Um, This Christmas, you decide to donate everything you own except three items. What do you keep? Uh, you see, I'm already planning a night around some mulled wine <laughs> right. in the next week or so to start asking these questions of people. This is great. So if you've got friends or family over, over dinner or over drinks or something, or you know, you know, you can ask these questions. What a great conversation starter. And print them off in the office. You know, they're great fun to bundle around the office and stuff as well. I, I just think it's really inspired because ultimately it potentially could save us money and time as well and a lot of stress you know exactly what you're going out to find that person so you can go off and get it you don't have to do this aimless wandering around and ultimately it's going to save us a little bit of guilt and possibly a bit of embarrassment as well it will and also what it'll do is save on it's that that big topic at the minute buying things that are just wasted and just sit there aren't aren't used and so you're just adding to the sort of pile up of stuff in the world but if you get something that someone really wants then you're sort of solving that problem to extent too aren't you yeah we you and i christy today we are going to start a revolution that's what's happened isn't it i mean you know we went into this just as a interesting christmas piece festive and seasonal for the listeners and now turns out <laughs> we're starting a revolution i'll get the flags and sandwich board out and uh, yeah <laughs> meet you on the corner <laughs> sandwiches are due to you well tell us where we can find these wonderful questions that are going to save our christmas tkmax.com uh, you can print them off have a look at them and share them around it's super super fun 